Inspire with the CEDP mission team. Connecting with teachers to transform students' experience of religious education. Welcome to Inspire. My name is Scott Carroll, teaching educator with the mission team for Catholic education in the Diocese of Parramatta. Today it is a great joy to be joined by the spiritual leader of our diocese, Bishop Vincent Long. Thank you for joining us, Bishop Vincent. Thank you, uh, Scott. It's a pleasure to be here. Vincent, this is a podcast about the changes taking place in religious education in our diocese. Can you share with us your dream for RE in the schools of our diocese? Sure. My dream for religious education in our diocese is, in a nutshell, that the students come to know Christ and to love his teachings, what he stands for today, and to be inspired by him in order to follow in his footsteps and to witness to the values that he taught and exemplified. That would be my dream for religious education and its impact in our schools across the diocese. Thank you. You mentioned in there his teachings, and I think it's important for teachers to remember that he is a great model to us as a teacher and in his telling of stories and in inviting people into conversation around a meal. There's so much to learn from him as, as a teacher as well, isn't there? Mm, yes. Well, when we look at the life of Jesus and his impact on people, especially his disciples, uh, we see that interaction between him and the disciples and how he transformed them in the course of his ministry and uh, how they became invigorated and challenged and, and inspired to carry on the legacy that they received from Christ. And I think that kind of teacher-disciple relationship is, is critical, and I'd like to see that embraced by all of us followers of Christ, but in particular the students in our schools. So they see themselves as disciples uh, following in the footsteps of the master and carry on his kingdom vision and acting that kingdom vision for the world of today. And that notion of students being a part of that and giving them the encouragement and, and in, in some senses, I, I guess, the permission to be part of that, that's some of what we're trying to do here with our new curriculum as well, in that it's being co-created with REC's teachers, clergy and parents, but also with students at the heart of it in terms of their their wonderings and, and what they're really grappling with. Mm. A key element of this new curriculum is that it's being co-created with REC's teachers, students, clergy and parents all involved in the process. What would you say to those developers that are taking on this challenge of co-creation? I'd say to them that it is one of the great challenges in religious education today. Young people engage with the Christian faith much more meaningfully, personally, uh, seriously, when their questions, their concerns, their issues are taken up. Mm -hmm. So we need to contextualize the Christian faith in the lived experience of our students. And so that's the challenge of co-creation, meaning that it's not just a one-way street. Sure. It's not just... Uh, teachers, RE teachers in particular, teaching, proclaiming tenets of the Christian faith, doctrines of, mm. uh, uh, that we believe in, you know, that is just one aspect. But the, the other aspect is how are the concerns, the issues, 
the uh, struggles of young people today uh, lived uh, with the challenge of the Christian faith. So they have to be taken up with vigor and with seriousness. And so the onus is that RE teachers must uh, not just learn from the textbook, mm-hmm. uh, from the, t- the teachings of the church, or, or the, the Bible for that matter, but the onus is on them also to dialogue with the young people, you know, with the students, uh, in, instead of just teaching them or, or proclaiming the faith to them. Pope Francis said that, uh, you know, the church must be a place where everyone feels welcomed, accepted, accompanied, and encouraged to live the gospel. I think that sets the context, doesn't it? You know? yeah. So the ability to live the Christian faith in a personal, meaningful way is what we want for our students through RE curriculum. That's the outcome. And it's that tension then between holding the tradition in our modern day context and learning from the scripture and holding all of those in tension rather than deciding between them, isn't it? Yes. Well, it's also reinterpreting the tradition, the the teachings of the church, the tenets of the Christian faith for the people of today in view of their particular concerns, issues and struggles. It's not just a sterile application of the teachings of the church, but it's a personalized, if you like, approach to the Christian faith, meaning that uh, we must take up the the concerns, the struggles, the hopes and dreams of the young people of today. That, to me, is is the challenge of co-creation, that uh, it's not just you know, knowing a certain repertoire of the Christian faith, of the Catholic tradition, but it's taking into account the context in which young people live. So it's not a vacuum. You know, religious education should not take place in a vacuum. It should be designed in a way that the input of the key stakeholders is incorporated. So uh, I've spoken about, you know, the hopes, the dreams, struggles, issues, and the daily concerns of the young people, of the students, but also, you know, where they live, how they live, the people that they interact and engage with. We need to contextualize a religious education in that broader spectrum, you know, the, the clergy, certainly the parents, the wider community should also be included in this journey together. So, you know, Vatican II spoke of the uh, listening or reading of the signs of the times as a key element in that living out of the Christian faith today. It talks about taking on the, the hopes and dreams, the struggles of the griefs and anxieties of the people of today. And then Pope Francis talks about going to the periphery, you know, so that means we need to have that boldness to engage with people where they are and contextualize the Christian faith in their lived experiences. And I also have that motto of launching into the deep, you know, which is a reminder to me that I too am challenged to break loose from my comfort zone and to, you know, engage with people out there who need to be encouraged, accompanied in the journey of Christian life 
and discipleship. I, I love that you made that point because it brings me to my final question. In thinking about this, many of our audience would be teachers who are working in schools and this new direction into an inquiry-based model which begins with student wonderings could feel like a step into deeper water than what they are used to. Do you have any words of encouragement to share with teachers who may be nervous about taking these bold new steps in religious education? I think I understand the anxiety. When uh, you are used to doing things in a certain way, there is a certain level of comfort, uh, security, predictability. But when you're challenged to do things in a new way, in a different way, then there is a certain level of angst and discomfort. To use the the, the words of uh, St. Ignatius, who is the founder of the Jesuits, you know, He says uh, that, oh, we must enter through the door of the young people, you know. So this means that we have to recognize their daily concerns and struggles and use the scripture and tradition and the teachings of the church to shed light on their experience to help them. So you, you have to stand where the students are and walk in their shoes almost in order to meaningfully convey the gospel message to them. you know, So it's not just me taking up a certain position and issuing directives or proclaiming a certain teaching of the church. Uh, it's actually me going out to identify with the concerns, the struggles, the hopes and the dreams of the young people, the context in which they live the wider society and its culture that the young people have to contend with. And from that vantage point, I use the inspiration of the Bible and the tradition and the teachings of the church to help them to engage with those issues and concerns. So it's a bit like the doctor doing the diagnosis before issuing a script, a, a prescription, you know, listening to the symptoms, able to recognize where the daily concerns of the students are and then help them to grapple with those concerns through the prism of the gospel the church's teachings, and so on. And to treat the whole person. Mm. Bishop Vincent, it's been a joy to have you today. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for your bold leadership. And we look forward to you being part of the co-creation of our curriculum as we go forward. Uh, thank you, Scott. And, and uh, through through this uh, channel, I, I would like to thank the teachers, the IE teachers and developers of the co-creation. This is a, a new reality that we are called to live and to exercise our mission as RE teachers. And in the light of the Royal Commission, in the light of the challenges that come with the post-Royal Commission society, we need to be adequately equipped as RE teachers to accompany our students, our young people. And I think the church still has a message of hope and joy for the students and their families. And I hope that we can take up that challenge, trusting in the God of the journey.